What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, the NBA playoffs are headed to the second round for the most part. The Nuggets did just grab a win and force game seven. But I do a little rant on the flagrant fouls that are going on in the league, specifically Luka and the Marcus Morris situation. We talked about the underdog Lakers who got past the Blazers as well as the Eastern Conference. The top four seeds are going at it. We are only 14 days until the NFL season. We talk a little bit about fantasy and then the big plans for the podcast. We've got fantasy draft coming up, which you guys can potentially get involved in. We've got our NFL preview coming up as well. Two weeks till the NFL Sunday, 11 days, 10 days from when you are hearing this on Monday, August 31st. Monday mailbag and some would you rather fam. Make sure you are subscribed and following. That is how you're potentially going to get into our fantasy league and much, much more. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and best... Ooh, I messed up. First time in a long time. My co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. The reason why I messed up was because I saw a question in the Monday Mailbag that asked, why doesn't Abe ever ask what's on your mind? But I will ask you, Abe... They said that someone, someone asked that every week. What is on your mind today? Hey, even... even- even if I don't ask, you still like that's like how you lead the show. You just tell them what's on your mind. What's on my mind? What's on my mind? What's on my mind? Um, dude, you remember um, in mm-hmm. June, which feels like a mm-hmm. year ago, we uh, we got a little hype. We were like, all right, twenty twenty, like oh, this, we're gonna get, we're a yeah. second half, we're a second half team. Um, Chadwick Boseman, man, like they're running up. Yeah, the no. Running, at this running point, it the um, fuck up. It's August thirtieth, so September one. At this point, we're I think at this point squad. our starters, our starters uh, are starters or we're a fourth quarter team. It's gonna be. But nah. let me tell you the extremely. At this point, I think we're resting for twenty twenty. <laughs> let me tell you the extremely depressing news that someone gave me. When the calendar turns on December thirty first to Jan one, twenty twenty one. Nothing actually changes. <laughs> it's just nah, bro. a mental thing. Nah. So I, people start. People start going to the gym for a week. Like, trust me, I it's think a whole we gotta. Run. I think we gotta get the starters ready to go back in and fight for everything we got. Quarter four, we have football back. Today is Sunday night, which means in two weeks we'll be recording the first NFL recap episode. Eagles, I'm sure we'll have no injuries. Lamar against the Browns, I'm sure. Oh no my God! Problems. You see, have yeah. you seen? A, have you seen? Are the last few days? Just, wait, the they, tweet I mean, that Eagles didn't share with us is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's a Jalen Hurts interception, and Rager goes to tackle the player who picked it off. Yeah, no, because because in training camp and practice, offensive players should try. And <laughs> That's what you're really players, working right? on is your wider, your rookie wideouts uh, tackling abilities. Derwin well, you know, James you know, you know, you know what the stat is. Do you know the stat that Larry Fitzgerald has more yeah, tackles, career yeah. tackles than he mm-hmm. does drops? Mm-hmm. Think about that. That That's is amazing. absolutely and for... wild. And honestly, I mean, listen. If Rieger's the next Larry Fitz, I'll be a happy Derwin James really got seriously hurt. He's going to be out for a very long time. But let's start in the NBA, the association, as the kids call it these days. Uh, I think I'm starting off 
Sports are sports back. Sports are back, and it feels nice. Baseball is halfway sports through the season. Back. Phillies and Orioles. Trade deadline is tomorrow. Really? Yeah, I saw a hater might be tomorrow. on the move. Phil, actually, Sunday Night Baseball right now is yeah, the craziest it's like game ever. 20 the runs Phillies went down. T- Phil, Phil's were down 10-1 after the second, and now it's 11-8. Oh, very cool. Braves very cool. in the fourth. So I was on the golf course, and I come off the course to see Marcus Morris gets ejected from the basketball game. Apparently, I see stuff very differently than everyone else. You were... I- for some reason, this really got no, it's to you. A, it's the combination in the past. Is there, is there, a, is there, a, is there like a like a mook Nick tie oh, that you feel right oh, to defend sure. him? But it doesn't even have to do with this. It has to do with the past twenty four hours, and that we are in the NBA playoffs, and players are getting tossed, removed from the most important games of their season for clear flagrant one fouls. Clear flagrant one fouls. The one yesterday, I, I just don't see it as Schroeder coming through with an intentional groin shot and P.J. Tucker giving a little head. It wasn't like a headbutt like Paul Blart Mall Cop. We're talking like he ran in the back of his head. That's a flagrant one. Game five, like you can't toss those guys. And that like you're telling me that NBA Finals, that stuff happens. Those players are getting tossed. We can't officiate it. And if it does, Dreaming. that's scary. I know. And. But um, but all right. So the Schroeder, the Schroeder and PJ Tucker one. Listen, I can get behind the Mook being a flagrant one. Like the reason Mook got ejected wasn't because it was a flagrant right. two. It was because he's Marcus Morris. F- things have happened that not only thing, in his career. Though. Yeah, but like it is. All right, it is. It's the same thing with Draymond Green. Like it, you, you pay the price if you build right. up this reputation. But let me talk about the Schroeder Tucker thing. Listen, as a man, I think that anything around there. Like you, it you looked very intentional, you but gotta he was set coming the around the screen and we can't just we can't arms. just be. I know. Listen, man. I know that this competitive league, you can pull guys down by the neck. It, it, it it's it's more than basketball when we when we go below the belt. You know, it's it's part of a manhood, <laughs> and I think I think the referees are setting a precedent. They you can't just go around him. That was just. And even if they meant to. I, I think it's the right call that, that they had to get the $25,000 for hitting someone. Thunder were never winning that basketball game, but to remove their only good player that day, like Gallinari didn't show up, Shea didn't show up, CP was whatever. Dort, did you watch that game? Did you? Lou um, Dort thought he was Stephen Curry. The dude is 0 for 7 on three-pointers and continues to pull the trigger. I understand you're young and your coach is telling you to shoot and we're going to need you and you're guarding Harden. At some point, though, it's not the shot because when you finish 0 for 9 and you attempt more shots than James Harden in a game, you're never going to win a game. They say, they do say, the only way to get out of a slump is to shoot your way out of it. It's some slumps last longer than that others. Was, that was brutal. I mean, you should know. What was uh, um, the guy on the Orioles? Yeah. Chris Davis. What was yeah. his streak? He's still in the slump, but he did go He did go <laughs> many, many games without getting a base hit. It was like 0 for 112 no, it was or something. It was like 27 at-bats. I'm gonna, I'm was, gonna, I got I to gotta Google it. Eagleson, Google Chris uh, Davis. At Chris Davis. Davis I'm going to say it ended. I know it got to 27. Maybe in the no, 60s no. or something. I'm going to say it ended 31. At bats or games? At bats. At bats. It, 31? Yeah. Uh, maybe it was more than. I don't know. Eagleson, he'll pull Eagleson, it up. He'll pull it up. Um, all right. So, Bron and AD closed out Damian Lillard and the Blazers last night. No, they didn't, no, they didn't close with the Blazers. Put some respect on their name. The best eight seed ever. Remember ever. that? 
Well, the best. Sorry, of I jumped ever. into that topic. First, let me pause. Let me congratulate. Let me congratulate the underdog Los Angeles Lakers on escaping the first round. Oh, you blow! All because right. you, you, you I mean, blow. I just don't know how a team like the Lakers. Wait, you know what's interesting? You're playing both nope, sides. Nope, nope. I am not because I you're able. Not. I am not. No, no, no. You're, you're for the first you're, time you're, ever. You're, you're I am simultaneously. Not. You're. You were simultaneously able, with this one com- uh-huh. few comments, to take jabs at Lakers fans while also taking jabs at the people that thought Portland was yeah. going to win. You had a win-win. Yeah, because <laughs> because I hear from the Lakers crowd that they were underdogs in this series, somehow, some way, number one seed. And I've always been, I said they had zero, I said 0.0% chance, and so now the 0.0% guarantee yeah, is one for one, one, which one isn't one. too bad. Definitely nice. That's better than that's better than uh, Chuck's exactly. guarantees. He had he had freaking the Blazers sweeping them. It was asinine. But the narrative. What's with his uh like like he always rides for the Sixers and the Suns, but like because he mm-hmm. played for them. What's with this Blazers? I don't know. Obsession? I think I Is think like he the doesn't Western like Conference Bron. Finals I right? really do. I think that's part of it. I you know no, it's not he that. Hates it's any new NBA, none of yeah. none of those yeah. players. Shaq likes yeah. any of this because they're all better yeah. than them. Well, they're all maybe yeah. not Shaq. Shaq, I can't say. Although Shaq, Shaq did say Joel Embiid is more talented than him, which was hilarious. Um, all right. Anyways, Brown and AD, they look amazing, but they score 80. It's a close game, no deem. I have my concerns. I think now we said that the Blazers would win a game. They could steal a game. Dame could steal a game. We knew that wasn't the test. Now is where it gets interesting. I'm calling the series Rockets-Thunder. I think it's toast. I think the Rockets take care of business tomorrow. I think they move on to face the Lakers, which is when it gets really interesting because what Daryl Morey has built. Just say it. Just, just well, say I, it. I need the Rockets to advance before we get into <laughs> it, into the 0.0% guarantees. But what Daryl Morey did so masterfully – is not only building the small ball offensively, and what I've noticed is now teams are obsessed with exploiting their height mismatch and going for back-to-the-basket twos, which are the least efficient type of shot besides the mid-range, as we all know. And I think that's what makes it so great. Like, the Rockets are now, they, you know, they're the number one defense since the bubble started. Like, they, they look they good. Did. Russ looked better, although he came out chucking. Uh, I think they're a serious threat. You you know why we we all love the Rockets. You know why? Because we're gamblers, mm-hmm. and what the Rockets are doing every game is they're just mm-hmm. betting. Will our will our threes yeah. go in? And, and and there was one game in particular. A game. What was the the game they started? They came out of the second half eight for eight, and yeah, then they yeah. went like yeah, it, it was State yeah, game, it was seven, like game four or whatever. That game in a nutshell just shows how it is so hard to predict the Rockets because they could easily miss the shots for four games in a row and get swept, and that and that's mm. the end of it. Like, if they make the shots, they're in. If they don't, they're out. It's simple as that. They're not winning by oh, compensating on the defensive right. end. If they're not making the threes, they're going to get blown out, and that's exactly what they're doing every game is just gambling, and that's why it's so fun because you and I are, are <laughs> sick in the head. But- I mean, this is going to be tough for you because you think James Harden's unbelievable. You love the Rockets, but you got to protect your I, king. Yeah, this is a this is a, yeah, this is a little bit of a win win for me. I'm gonna so, what do you think, breaking it down analysis wise, of that potential series? I, like I, I just I don't trust this 
because the Rockets were a better team than OKC. I don't think they're better than than the Lakers because of LeBron and AD. That duo was just too much. Oh, but, also, I did want to congratulate uh, that duo on becoming the greatest duo since Shaq and Kobe for advancing past dude, the eight right. seed Blazers. Better than Duncan and Tony Parker, better than KD and Steph, the better way, than LeBron the way, and Wade, the way but Le- congratulations to AD and LeBron. LeBron just, like, what he's been doing is just, like, controlling mm. the game. It's, it just goes at his tick. And when... And when and he's off the court, it's Anthony Davis every single yeah. time. And if if they even get the the slightest of help, I don't from know the other if guys, that's true. I think it's a combo, right? You need to have games where if you don't like, unless Bron AD go forty and forty like that Kyrie Bron finals, you're gonna need production. And then I think this is the question. This is the question. This series. Can they get a third guy to give them 15 and every night? And can the Rockets hit their open threes? Because the that offense, it all their shots are wide open. Like, it really is bizarre uh, that they didn't, like, trade for J.J. Redick. Like, he would average 87 a game on that team. Harden can get to any point on the floor whenever he wants. It's actually ridiculous. Yeah, I, he's the it's best ridiculous. scorer ever. And he doesn't need to get to any point because he'll just do a step back that's fully contested and, and hit it in your face. And not get fouled and go to the right. line for three-point shots. If Westbrook shots. is healthy, it's a question of, okay, will the Lakers either get four games of Bron and AD scoring 65-plus combined? Will they get four game, two games of that, two games where they get a Kuzma game, a KCP game, a Danny Green game, who are all playing better? Or will the Rockets for four games hit shots? And over the course of seven, could definitely it could definitely be a thing. And the one thing I did hear that I really liked, you said Bron controls the game. The one thing the Rockets offense or style of small ball does, they decide who plays in games. You cannot exactly what I let off with when I said I, I respect and I think it's a masterclass what Maury did, forcing people to play back to the basket. Lakers aren't going to be able to be stubborn and, and post up JaVale and Dwight because they think that's going to get them easy twos when they're absolutely out of position and will be a nightmare guarding on the other side. Like Those players realistically might not play in the series, and that's what everyone thought their big advantage would be over the Rockets. So it, it's very interesting. For me, for, me, for me, it solely comes down to a trust thing. I trust AD and LeBron more than I trust the Rockets to be able to hit shots for four games while also like they can hit shots and still lose against a, a duo of LeBron. For and sure. AD. I just, I just think it's too much. I think it's too Looking much. Looking ahead. I Clippers. Think... They anyway, good. let's, I mean, let's pump the brakes. The, the, I mean, I, I know they haven't had mm. Russ, but like they're going to a game six with yeah, this thunder. No doubt. But like they didn't have Russ. Like we're it's talking as about, as we're talking about, like, you remove any about number the, two. If you removed AD... We're talking that, about... The, no, 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 I know, I know. But we're talking about the number one seed, not to mention the biggest chip on their shoulder for being yes, the under. that's facts. Right. Just hurdle after yeah. hurdle for LeBron. We're looking at a little 2017 I, I the time, Philadelphia Eagles the action time, right here. The, one the seed, Lakers the, get the, the one finals. Seed, the, one right. seed, the one seed with a chip yeah. on their shoulder... Eagles 2017. Lakers 2020. It's Lakers. It's same the same thing. Day. It's the Spider-Man right, To the Eastern Conference we go... Game one today, uh, I actually didn't get a chance to watch Raptors-Celtics, but I told you before the playoffs started, I said the Celtics, I've been watching them play, they're really good. They're really good. Yeah, no, they're really good. Game one Raptors. And what I really think is, 
they're just a better version of the Raptors this year. Kawhi, if Kawhi's there, different story. But you got Tatum's better than Siakam. You've got Kemba's better than Lowry. You've got Jalen Brown's better than Van Vliet. You've got... There's no advantage across the board. Even when you go to the bench. When you go to the bench, sure, that's... That's where... That to me is the... That to me... Are you real... I think the Celtics are really good. I think the Celtics are really good. But for a team with championship aspirations, like, I can't, like... Look at that it's, bench, and but when say, Hayward comes back, it's different team. because he's averaging seventeen. It just moves Marcus Smart. But, like their bench, other than that, isn't that good. They're, they're they have to rely on guys like Semi Ojale and Grant Williams. I think. I mean, Robert Williams, Time Lord, played amazing today. Canner out of the rotation, which was you know kind of shocking. Feel bad for our snapback fam guests there, but. I don't know. They're really good. I don't think they're they could win a championship this year. But when I'm talking this series, I find it hard. And we have to remember the first bet of the day that lost. I took the Raptors against the Celtics. They got blown out, and then they got blown out again today. And this is what I've been preaching since the bubble started: is like, how do you flip the mentality of okay, we've played this team twice, they've crushed us. If there is a team to do it, I actually think it is Nick Nurse because they'll change a bunch of shit up. And throw different looks at people, but I I don't know. I think the Celtics can can win this series. Hey, we're the, being out though. See, you never the, know. My concern, my concern. All right, so I'm in a little bit of a, a crossroad with uh, this Eastern Conference mm-hmm. right now. Because you hate everyone. You're trying to figure everyone. out who you don't want to root for. I think I have to root for Toronto out of process. Which of is the team that broke your Boston heart. Right, but listen, Boston. I mean, yeah. no. Milwaukee, yeah, no. Fuck right, you guys. exactly. So let me just, for the list. Miami. Let's, play, well, let's give an explanation. Hates Boston because of the Philly-Boston rivalry, which isn't much of a rivalry. Like, if they just kill you guys in your entire lifetime, that's a different sport. Abe showing his Eagles t-shirt. You said Philly-Boston. Uh, Sixers-Boston. Sixers-Celtics. Uh, so he hates Boston for that. He, he hates. No, it's not. Even Joel. Even even Joel Embiid said it's not right, a rivalry. Right. Kick our ass every he time. He hates the Bucks because of Giannis. Because Giannis is taking the crown from his king. Yeah. Not true. Why not do you true. Hate Giannis, I think then? because he's like one of the most. I don't hate Giannis. Just I don't hate Giannis. I... Fuck you, Giannis. I take it back. <laughs> I do, I don't because I think the Bucks are cuties and I always That's have. Bizarre. I think. I want to see it pass this first round. All right, and I I see. I want to like the Heat. Because I'm a very closet Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. fan. I like I'm not one of those people that he left Philly and he like fuck Jimmy Butler. I was like, oh, yeah. he was so cool when yeah. we were here. I just still wish he was here. Um, but I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to, you know. Like, like I could, I could be a closet Heat fan, but like as a Philly fan, I can't really root for them. And Toronto, I mean, the Raptors didn't beat us. Kawhi did. Kawhi's gone. Um, it sucks, but um. Yeah, go Lakers. But <laughs> all right, so the the so the Celtics and the Raptors, the difference is and this is why I wasn't very high on the Raptors coming in. Since then I've kind of flipped the switch. I just think they're playing mm-hmm. great basketball. But it's because of I don't know if they have that yeah. killer. And it, they don't. It's 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 a very team game and Pascal Siakam has been looking like the second coming of Jeff Green I in the saw bubble. Someone tweet um, they said they said Pascal Siakam spins in the lane. Defender doesn't bite on spin. Pascal Siakam has no clue what to do. Like it's he does the same move every single time. Um 
And 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 it, and it looks like it's like Jason Tatum and even Kemba Walker are a guy that can Jalen can like even that. like he's good. Uh, you you won't you, he's good, but you won't sell he's me better than like Ben that Simmons. Kind of um, so who do you think comes out of the East? Because we've got Heat Bucks tipping off to whoever whoever I'll tell you who comes out of the East. Whoever wins the Celtics Raptors series, the overreaction. To tomorrow night's game, Bucks Heat. No matter which way it goes, is going. To, you mean when the Bucks win by like bu- four? Bucks win by four. <laughs> they are going to win the Eastern Conference. Heat win. Giannis is a fraud, and the series is done. Like it's one of two, and yeah, I mean sports. People only like sports because of narratives, yeah. man. And and like, man, does that we'll start does seeing... that king control his narrative? The underdog later. And then we'll start seeing. And then we'll like you realize if Giannis, yeah, the jersey swaps Giannis... will be lively on the timeline. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. You know, if Giannis loses and like doesn't yeah. get to the finals, yeah. that's what I'm calling. Doesn't get to the finals. You know, like we'll start seeing like pick stitches of like him and Lamar next to each other. So you know, Action Network. Of the can't get of the can't get Action it done. Network guys. wrote an entire article. One of my favorite writers there. He wrote the stunningly similar similarities between Giannis and Lamar. Like not even obviously the obvious stuff, which is what athletic athletic specimens. specimens. No one's ever understood their game. It's MVP. MVP hasn't quite got there in the playoffs. Let's just make two things clear. Don't say hasn't quite. Hasn't. Let's just make two things clear. Hasn't gotten. If Giannis did go on to win the title, which is not out of the question, they're the one seed. I know you think differently. He would win one before MJ and LeBron, right? And and number two, Lamar's going to win one. So, you know, <laughs> it is there. There's similarities, and there's a saying, way that is, that is the there's part way of the, worse the players to happen. be supporting than Giannis Antetokounmpo and Lamar Jackson. I mean, and that's a good transition into 14 days till the NFL season is underway on a Sunday. NFL yeah. Sunday. We are I, 11 uh, days yeah, away. So it's, really, it's, it's actually 11 or 10 days when you yeah. listen to this. So who are you doing tomorrow, Deshaun? Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Oh, uh, number 10 will probably be DeAndre Hopkins, but I got to go through the numbers. Some days it's complicated. So we were so you my, pissed to see it friends. wasn't once today instead of Julio Jones? Um. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. So no, but um, yeah. So my friends and I picked our oh, Elison yeah, texted It's us. fifty-four. Fifty-four yeah. at best. And he was saying number at-bats. eleven should have been Devonte Parker. He's a little. I think Shut he's up, been he drinking. All right. Anyway, syrup. so we picked our um, we picked our fantasy picks a couple days ago and tonight for my other league. And like they're writing in the group, like we're gonna pick our picks tonight. Yada yada yada. I'm like, holy shit, like. How is the NFL? Yeah, it's silent. College football last night. I haven't seen first game. College football last night. We had the classic um, tweet goes viral an hour before kickoff that something happens, and then apparently there was a crazy way like a backdoor cover, the way one of the teams covered, and I think that was the team that like you were supposed to. So Austin P. Austin P. Ten COVID. No, no. Austin P. Was plus four. Once again, referencing Action Network, they write great headline. The wrong team is favored. Okay. I'm clicking that, and I'm taking the money line, or plus four if you're, uh, whatever, rat, more rational. Austin P. No, if, if Austin you're, P's if long snapper gets COVID. He can't snap the ball. The backup stinks. They put in the backup quarterback who becomes a long snapper. Austin P is winning for the majority of the game, obviously covering the majority of the game, and the other team comes down with a minute left. 
in field goal range, and instead throws a touchdown. They win by seven. Austin P is plus four. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a better question. Did you watch no, this game? No, 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 no. I just oh, followed on Twitter. No, I, I, I'm excited um, for college football, but I am not. But yeah, I got the I got the tenth pick out of ten mm-hmm. in my one league. Um, see, this is where we always get this pick. It's a great pick and to have. Everyone, it's a great pick to have. But it makes you make a decision because everyone knows you got to stock up on running backs mm. early because the wide receivers are late. But me and my partner always look at like two top tier receivers, yeah. knowing knowing it's it's no it's the it's the should I get the classic Subaru that'll get me fifty miles to the gallon for the next twenty years. Or should I get the Ferrari that could crash in a month? You, you know what I mean? It's, and, nah, and, and it's every simple. year, it's simple. every year we say, every year we say we're gonna take one running back and one receiver or two running backs if they're there, and then draft day comes and we go. So like Odell, yeah, Julio, because and it's a PPR no, because league. Because what you do every year is you're like, all right. To be honest, though, we've got Marlon Mack and Eckler. Who would fall to us at the, in our next two, and they're never and they, there. You know what? And they never, never there, fall. And you're literally left fall. with like Frank Gore and Devin Singletary, and you handcuff them together. But you got Odell exactly. and Julio, and your two wideouts look studly. So exactly. So you, yeah, you like if your team looks like shit, and you get to the end her. Ooh, and like, if someone's looking at your team, like you know, how you show yeah. your phone. You go look at my team. And the guy's like, I yeah. don't care about your team. No, just look at my team. So it looks cool. But uh, I got the tenth in that, and then my other league, I have the fourth. So I guess that's whoever Kamara. Yeah. Or Z. There's been a lot of. T- I don't know how I feel about Kamara. Yeah, there's been. I mean, he said. I also. He's when's our fantasy? When's gonna be our fantasy? Yeah. Episode? So let me let me break this down for. Because I don't know everyone listening. Yet. So next know Thursday, and everyone listening shouldn't have a problem with getting entered into it. Next Thursday is gonna be the giveaway, and the giveaway means we're bringing back our fantasy football league. Last year, I was the champion. We had. Last year, Jack. It's just absolutely dominant. He actually the league. He actually is the greatest fantasy draft of all time. I didn't I didn't know this until five months later, till Jack uh, told me when he you know how they say uh, liquor speaks and Jack had a few drinks in his system. Jack actually told me he picked Jack actually told me he picked his eight biggest fans, like snapback supporters. And then coincidentally which he did, and then coincidentally those guys just love to, no. to give him I, the good trade trades later I, in the year. The trade was actually a completely fair trade. Regardless, here's the schedule. What was it? I would have to – dude, I gave up like A.J. Brown and Terry McLaurin for like Matt Breida. Like it, I was so stacked yeah, yeah, out yeah, the yeah. wazoo and wide receivers, I was just selling them off like they're toilet paper. All right, so Thursday will be the giveaway to get entered into the league. It's Abe and I are obviously two spots. We have ten other spots. We might let Eagleson play. We'll see. We might let John Gruden back in the league, although he picked Le'Veon Bell and had a horrible showing last season. So all you're going to have to do is be subscribed on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or whatever. However you listen to this podcast, if you're listening already, you probably are already subscribed. So that's how you're going to be entered. And if you're not, what are you doing? Then you should probably subscribe. So that's going to be Thursday's episode. Thursday's episode will be regular next Monday, so a week from today. Or next Sunday night, we'll actually do the fantasy draft. So what the fantasy draft sounds like is we pick our players, but Abe and I are only picking for, you know, however many minutes. So we'll actually talk about our sleepers. We'll talk about the players that have been drafted. Um, It's always funny because Abe and I have to break down the draft. 
while trying to not give away who we're going to pick next because of the snake format. And then next Thursday will be the season preview. So next Sunday will be our fantasy football episode. But if you want to throw out a couple sleepers right now, just the top of your head, or you really don't know anything. No, I do. Top of my head, um, receiver, Deontay Washington of the Steelers. Deontay Johnson, yep. Deontay Johnson. Deontay okay, Johnson. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, I'm proud that, yeah. Of you for that. Deontay Johnson, quarterback. I mean, big cock Drew Lock. Um, I'm off the lock. Running I'm off the lock hype train. I think. Right. Sold <laughs> sold a few cards. Still have some. Um, running back. Hmm. All right, not a sleeper. That's- but I think Josh. I think Josh Jacobs becomes like a top. People are five obsessed. His teammates are obsessed. The league he is. He was my obsessed. rookie of the year yeah. last year, dude. It's the thing is, Gruden runs him into yeah. the ground. Like he'll only have a few years at his peak. Like he won't be one of those running backs forever because Gruden will just tack on mm. mileage. Um, but I mean, he's yeah. good. He's good. He can play. All right. I I like so I like Ridley a lot. I think we could see Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, a la Mike Evans and Chris Godwin type numbers. I think both could be like legitimate pro bowlers. Thielen's interesting as he becomes the number one again in Minnesota. I think Eckler's still being slept on. The Steelers the Steelers have a uh the Steelers have an interesting word because they they also drafted Claypool, that was another guy who they love uh, Chase Chase Claypool. They say he's the red zone target. Yeah, he uh, watch out for the. You guys I've been nervous. saying the Steelers are the third best team in the AFC for a very long time, but people think Ben won't be okay. I don't know. Ben always seems to be fine. So we'll do our whole fantasy preview next week. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the pod. That's how you'll get potentially entered into our fantasy league with a prize and a champion all right let's take a quick little break after the break we will have monday mailbag and would you rather all right fam everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk you could get in a crash people could get hurt or killed but that still doesn't stop everyone you could get arrested you could incur huge legal expenses and you could possibly even lose your job we all know the consequences of driving drunk but one thing's for sure you're wrong if you think it's no big deal drive sober or get pulled over all right fam we are back with monday mailbag the first question is from ralph shockey ralph always gets a question in here his he asks thoughts on ingaku yannick ingaku who got traded for a second round and conditional fifth to the vikings what do you think I mean, a second and a fifth for an elite pass rusher in the NFL is a good deal. They got they got to sign him now. They got they got and they got hunt they got Hunter. They're gonna sign him. They got Hunter. It's a good move. I mean, you still have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, but on the defensive end, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good Kirk. move. I think they're the best team in the NFC North this year. I really do. And yeah, and one of my coworkers is a Vikings fan, and apparently Cam Dantzler is uh, a man on a That's mission. Our boy. One of my coworkers is a Vikings fan, and he's on my side. With he doesn't like of, Kirk. He's Cousins. one of those. Uh, he's one of those. Just I make. I hate everything about my team, even if they're like twelve and four type yeah. thing. Like just they, they, you like those kinds of fans. There's the overly optimistic, and then there's the overly it's tough pessimistic. to find the overly optimistic. At least I don't hang out with many. But you're not overly optimistic. You're overly uh, delusional. Yeah, delusional is definitely the word. It's not an optimism thing. Um, 
to to see it's you don't know what goes on. I, I try not to. I try to stay out of there. All right, next question is from Zach Wickenhauser. Dope name, like it. With the T Wolves getting the first pick, what do you and Abe think the best move for them is? I picked this question, Abe, because I wanted to also bring up the Warriors trade idea you had uh, with Vucevic, because I still think it's the worst trade ever. But let's. No, I think yeah. Let's yeah, we'll start, let's start with the T Wolves. Um, they've got D'Lo. They've got Cat. And still, somehow, they won less games than the Knicks. Some people would just not understand that. Some people don't understand how to win basketball games like the Knicks do. So, what would you do if you're the T-Wolves and now you have the number one pick? So, I would get another guard, like, I mean, an obvious um, Anthony Edwards to go with them. But my thing with this draft is without a lot of film on these guys and, like, being skeptical that it's not a good draft... And you're a team like the Wolves that's looking to the future. I think this is a big trade back draft. Mm-hmm. Just even a few picks. If it's worth it, if you can get another first in the future, when there's a surefire draft, if high schoolers can start to come to the draft soon, that, that expands the pool of the one and dones. Like I think this is a big maybe not at the one spot, maybe we're looking more like the from the three to right. seven range. But I'm big on trading back this year. So But I who wants to trade up, back. I guess is the question. You know? Stupid there's there are dumb organizations at the top. I feel like, yeah. I mean, most are the dumb organizations at the top. Obviously right. not the Warriors, so, but I mean, who are you trading up to even get if you're one of those teams? I don't know. Like Some people, want the, dude, when, when you have your guy, when people find their guy, like, like a team, like, <laughs> okay, he was everyone's guy. He was the consensus uh-huh. number one. It uh-huh. wasn't just us, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's such a weird draft. And truthfully, I don't know much about the players yet because just like all that, I, I didn't, yeah, you didn't see, see much them in of the tournament. Like the tournament yeah. and other. All right, so Abe would trade back. If I'm the two wolves, I really like Wiseman. I don't think you end up as the number one prospect by accident. He's not your traditional back to the basket. I hate, I absolutely hate when teams, NFL even worse, but NBA, it's like, stop drafting just because you have a player in that position. Like, Car- the way the NBA landscape changes, players... What do you mean, bro? You're telling me the Sixers drafted center after center after well, center after yeah, center. I, mean, I don't know. I just think, like, <laughs> just because you have cap there... Oh, you mean draft a... You can draft the same position, just make sure it's a position that matters. Well, I am advocating for them to take <laughs> another big man. I'm advocating for a guy who doesn't suck. I don't think Wiseman sucks, like Julio Okafor and Nerland Snowell, who have both found, like, decent careers in the NBA, which is hilarious. But... Not top. No, three no, picks no, no, careers. definitely not. So I would, I would pick Wiseman. I think he's the best player in the draft. But guards are always big. And did you tell me this? The stat on shooting guards. This, this is. Remember when we used to do fun facts on the pod? We should probably bring those back. But what year was the last year a number two shooting guard has been drafted number one overall? What year? Just top of your head, what year did a shooting guard go first in the draft? What was the last year that that happened? Brandon Roy. No. 1967. Did Brandon Roy go no, first? No. 1967. How weird is that? 
That's just like I, that's what I did. First reaction said that was not true. Did you? Did you? Did yeah, you? Yeah, I research? obviously went and looked. First thing I did was look it up, and I'm like, "There's no way." And I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm NBA scrolling. NBA number one pick. What? It's all guards and wings. Well, that and is big, a guard. Generational it's a, big it's man. A lot of big men. It's a lot of point guards. It's a lot of threes. There's fours. There's just no twos. It really is like very, very strange. But yeah. when I talked about it, I was like, twos are so important. But they really aren't, like, the most important position. And if you look at the depth in superstar twos in the league, there's not many. Like, hard and... Because because you and I grew up in an age where two guard was 6'3". Right. Nowadays, two guards are 6'5". Mm-hmm. And at that point, 6'6". Six, six, you, you play, play both way. positions. But, but if you look at basketball. all of the... At the list, they really aren't, like, any two guards that are on the list. Like, that you would even consider that could be a two or a three. It's really, like, very strict... I would actually say that the closest thing to a two, honestly, from the number one picks was Markel. He played the two yeah. a lot in college yeah. like that. But he, I mean, he's clearly a point guard. He is. He's clearly <laughs> He is something. All right. Uh, Abe did propose a trade for the Warriors, who have the second pick. He said Wiggins and the number two for Vucevic. I I think they would, obvi- I, th- I would think the, the Magic would make, there would be another pick involved. Maybe an Eric Pascal or whatever. Wait, Pascal you know? on top? What me, bro. you think Vucevic nice. because he took money from us? I think like Vucevic the is he plays center, which like no one really needs a center. But he's he has not a the great stretch town. five. He's a good stretch five, but he's not like who you want. I am a you huge think Vucevic he's like guy. I, I mean you think whew. I mean the best defensive team in the league couldn't stop him. <laughs> well, that's their strategy is to let center shoot threes. So I think it's a terrible trade because if you look at it in a nutshell, you could potentially have Wiseman and Wiggins versus Vucevic. I don't think it's worth it. I think Wiggins is going to be solid on that Warriors team with space. He's improved his three-point shooting a bunch. Wiseman, he doesn't look like just a five. He can dribble. He can attack. Evan or John Gruden said he uh, looks like LeBron James. So I think it would be too much. My, to uh, yeah, my, 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 my background behind that trade was – how little I value Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, you hate him. And all the advanced analytics I, I do. And I said, I think... I'm not even an analytics guy. Just watching him, I He chucks, him. but it's... And he cannot play... He got a little better, but he cannot play... I'll give it to him. He was a lot worse. He got better on D, but he Effort is Everything like, or not a good defender. It's tough to be that athletic and... Stupid. Right. Stupid. It's, but the stupid. way they play defense... Yeah, like we said, you and I, who 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 was the guy that we bet oh. on? That he was. Oh, oh it was Michael God. Porter Jr. We're watching him play, and we're like, "How is Michael Porter Jr. such a bad defender?" And we're like, "Well, I mean, Mike Malone just got to say, yo, just move, <laughs> just move. Like, you're that you're long. six ten and an athletic freak, bro. Just <laughs> yeah. move." I I don't know, but but it like that's that's how I view an NBA huddle. Like if one guy who's clearly should be doing something yeah. he shouldn't. Bro, just, just move. So the next question in Monday Mailbag is, what are the Nuggets missing to be a true title contender? And my my answer <laughs> to that was contingent, and then I just looked at the box score what's of what's happening? going on right now. Jamal Murray is 25 in the oh first half. Oh, my God. I still... Um, that was I my would... answer. That was my answer. The Nugget, Jamal Murray has to be their best That's player. And they... And they need to be. I mean, Paul. I mean, Jokic cannot be the best player on the championship. That's fine. Team. And but my answer, and it's so obvious, they need some. Michael Porter no, they Jr. need someone who can play defense. 
They are, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jordan Clarkson looks like Michael Jordan out there. Donovan Mitchell has all of a sudden become a top 10 player in the NBA. No, 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 no. Me and my friends had this conversation about this series in yeah. particular because we brought up the home, the the fact that it's in the bubble and it's on mm-hmm. home court. Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell, if this series was happening back and forth at stadiums, would not be trading 50 <laughs> pieces with each other. I promise you that. Like, this is what we talked about, how much of an effect would the yeah. bubble have? Could going have never into it. predicted and this. It is just, this is bizarre. Like, Jamal Murray is... I mean, I, you know, what I told you, what I told you is I thought there would be players who who usually yeah. you don't see do anything come out of their shell. And I don't think it's more of a come out of their shell to the fans more as it is just an open gym mm-hmm. mentality. And and that's what we're saying. I mean, I promise you guys. But I it doesn't promise. have to do with not, not... Jamal Murray would not be... Everyone would not be giving Jamal Murray the Gluck Gluck 4000 <laughs> if they were playing in Utah and Denver. I promise you that. I mean, Spider like, looks just as insane. It They just need defense. And the question... The most imp- the most impressive thing I've seen from Spider, I don't I hate when you say Spider. 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 Spider Mitchell. Spider. I think it's a stupid I think it's a stupid nickname. Um his passing. Yep. He's become a great he's become passer. so he plays Not point guard now. Good. He was like a two guard yeah, and now he's even becoming he's essentially I know Conley's technically the point guard, but he handles that ball a lot, did it without Conley. Oh also, Mike Conley is another guy doesn't yeah, miss. well, that I said he, the Jazz were my sleeper team coming into the year. Them and the Pacers, and with Bogdanovich out for the you know for the Jazz, and obviously Sabonis out for the Pacers, I didn't get the full gluck gluck as they would say on them. But yeah, I think they're. I think the Jazz probably win tonight. Like Jamal Murray is the only player on that team that has an interest of staying in the bubble. The guy is trying to will them to win every night, and the whole team is just like, nah, we're not going to defend. The Jazz are the Nuggets are up three with eight and a half left in the third. I think right now. I think Jazz win by ten. That that's my random prediction. So this series, I, is I open. believe so. And how funny! I think it's I think it's not. I think the Nuggets win just because I feel like, dude, the Nuggets. Oh, this Nuggets team always plays games. Yeah, they, they do. They played two or three. They last even year. played the play in against the T Wolves that one year. Yeah, yeah, they played two last year. Plus that that oh yeah, yeah. that was weird. But uh, yeah, I think they both need, get they washed by the Clippers. Michael Porter, Michael Porter has to be that third, and Jamal Murray has to be a superstar. Spider Mitchell is going he, to go going from to. what he looks like a top ten player in the league right now. Like he, I know he's not today. He looks like a top ten player in the league. He's averaging like thirty five and eight assists this, uh, per game. All right, then Trey Burke looks like a top fifteen. Well, he looks excellent as well, but he's out of the bubble. But the difference between the Nuggets' defense and the Clippers' defense is going to be, like, game one, I'll be points betting his under. All right, next question is from Jace Witted. And name, whatever. How much of an effect does Russell Westbrook have on the Thunder's chance of beating the Rockets? I'm going to give Jace the benefit of the doubt. I think he knows Russell. Whatever your name is, they don't have a chance. I think it's over. I think this was a very great story for CP3, Shea, Billy Donovan. This is it. It it ends in the first round, and it shouldn't be offensive. Now the question is, what do you do? Thanks for the pick. What do you do if you're the Thunder? Do you continue to try to keep CP3 in Gallo and just never be a championship team and to get into the playoffs is your goal? Do you? They have so many future first-round picks and assets. And they CP3 to a team – Hey, hello. Hey, hey. Really? Hi. 
You would want yeah. Chris Paul. No way you would want Chris Paul. I've, I've put him in the trade machine. How's that work? Put him in the trade machine. Take on Al's contract. Oh, my God, Abe. No one is take, taking on Take Al back the pick. I think, all right, maybe not Al, but I would give Tobias. And I think wow. I really think that because I think it's a timeline thing. I think it's a timeline yeah. thing. I think Tobias really fits the Thunder timeline in terms of his age, where he's at, that. what he can do for the what he can do for these young guys. Ben Joel and Chris. I don't know. You would be in a weird that position. That would suck. <laughs> that would literally I actually like I mean, I always defend Chris. I actually don't think CB3 is a great point guard. But he doesn't stretch the floor. Like, you guys really need outside shooters. Like, outside outside. We need... Yeah, and then you just put two shooters next to him, and it's literally game uh, over. You would get a good defender. You would get a good leader. You Pick and roll. Guy who can bring up the ball. Ben can play off yeah. ball. I mean, the fast break. Come on. Come on. That I really hope. I love Tobias. Mean, I love... No, you I, don't love Tobias. Why would not, you love Tobias? I, because I see his potential. You'd rather see his potential in Oklahoma City. It's just you're going to have that Horford contract hanging. By the end of his contract in Philly, I don't know if he'll be getting minutes. You know I was listening You know what I was listening to an, to another – he won't be here throughout his entire contract. You I hope that. You that. But um, you, you know I was, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about like – they're just re- like we do, recapping the series, talking about Philly, Boston. It's it's podcast hosts that aren't that aren't Sixers fans, and one of them goes, "Yeah, I went to my to my coworker in the office who's a Philly a Philly fan." And I was just like, "Damn!" And he's like, "It's just sad, man. Like it's, that's what it is for us. It's just like sad how it went down, where we're at now, knowing what happened, like." I, I, let's just, I don't All right, that. that's the last question in the Monday Mailbag. We have a little Would You Rather, which will fix Abe's spirits, oh, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. What do you got? Okay, would you – oh, no, we have to do What the Puck because – and I have to no. shout out this woman. No, dude, on this Monday, woman. What there's the a woman puck? on – We've skipped What the Puck, and this lady's letting me hear it. But anyway, we'll do that after. Would you rather – would you rather fight? A hundred five-year-olds or 25 ten-year-olds? I'll leave this one to you to start. A hundred? Okay, so let's not, like, get, like, crazy here because I don't want to show, like, how dark our Answer minds are. the question. When, when, when okay, you say then... fight, like, how do you determine who wins the fight? <laughs> I think you can look around the plot of a hundred five-year-olds and see what, if, what they look like and think if you won the Got fight. Or not. So they can live. Is essentially what you're saying. But how do they win? I think if, if you're on the ground like and there's a hundred five-year-olds on yeah. top of you. That's it? I think I, I think it's yeah, you got to tap. You got to tap. Okay, all right. So we'll call the tap out. I mean, punting five-year-olds. Like... 25, 10-year-olds. So first, let's let's break it down. First, you have to talk about – we all. first thing your mind goes to is size. How much bigger is your average 10-year-old to your average 5-year-old? So, I think – Eagleson, how old are you? He's, he's 16. 16? He's much bigger. Okay, so – 10-year-olds right, so yeah, you're are right. not – they're not much bigger. They're not all going to be much, much, much bigger. But there is a very big difference in a 5-year-old and a 10-year-old. There's also four times as many. I, I can't imagine – 
I'm going. I think it's the hundred. I think it's a hundred five year olds because let's because, just say you get like all right out of 25 10 year olds let's say you get five like lebron like 10 year olds which are probably pretty big kids Stop yeah of ass. course but they could grab onto your legs and then you got people come like there's not a single five-year-old in the world who i'm not punting for miles and i feel like we First at this off, point in five-year-olds all right so i'm gonna, I'm like, gonna, play, I'm gonna play both sides serious issues five-year-olds you can use them exactly as you can pick own, one up yeah. and swing the. You could probably do that for right. ten. So you can like windmill, and then I just what came to me is you got to think. So if you start in the middle and you're surrounded by a hundred five year olds or twenty five ten year olds, ten year olds are more mentally conscious of the fact that you could beat mm-hmm. their ass. Like five year olds might just be out there right. giggling. Ten year olds know like this guy yeah. might beat my ass, which the last thing you need in a fight especially in this type of fight is any type of hesitation. If a 10 year old is hesitating yeah. and like afraid and resisting, that makes it that much more easy. And maybe the fact that there's four times, but I was going to say like five year olds are just running at, you know, strategy 10 year olds because of their timidness probably are feeling it out. They're probing and, and five year olds. You can probably utilize your legs a little bit more than you. Could exactly. Exactly. And one thing, Five-year-olds probably tap out themselves earlier than ten-year-olds. Like, one kick. It's... I disagree. I don't think five-year-olds tap. I think they just go until they're dead, whereas <laughs> ten-year-olds are more ten-year-olds are more conscious of the fact that they could tap. Oof. Like, that, that they could get... This is a tough tap. So I would probably... You know what? I think it's 25 ten-year-olds. I, so. I don't know how big the average ten-year-old... So. Because, Abe, hey, think about it. Under what scenario could five-year-olds take you out? They... 80 of them trample you? Jack, Jack, I promise you there isn't a single 10-year-old in the world that could beat my but, ass. But 10 of them could. I don't think any of them. Average, the average 10-year-old, this just is the uh-huh. first thing that pops up on Google, so it's probably inaccurate. Why? Google's, Google's all the facts. Okay, four and a half feet tall and 70 okay. pounds. All right, so let's add it up. Let's just add it up. So that's about 100 feet. And that's 70 pounds times 25. That's 100. No, 70 times 25. All right, 17,000 pounds. Oh. 1750 pounds. Yeah. And what's the average fiber? The average five-year-old. Small, bro. See, this could be this okay. could be fun. It's three and a half uh, feet tall, and 39 and a okay, half pounds. 39 pounds. Oh, so it's Dude, twice the can... weight and almost and twice the height. Double the quadruple the quantity. That, well, no, that's what I'm calculating all together. I'm saying, I'm uh, saying the the five year olds you would be fighting essentially two x the ten year olds. I'm still going hundred. I think it's I the think ten it's year olds. Five year olds. Let us know what you guys think, Abe. Well, we're gonna put yeah, this in a poll. Abe's gonna. I, I think the comments would be funny too. I don't think we should post the social clip of this. If you're listening to the pod, congratulations. You know how sick Abe and I. Let's put it on our. Let's put it on our um our OnlyFans. <laughs> on our OnlyFans, our collab with Plaxico Burris. All right, fam. On yeah. Thursday, make sure you're subscribed. No, 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 no. Oh, We're doing with the puck. Okay. We're All doing right. it. So we got a DM. We got a DM. He's crying though. Um, Eagleson's crying, saying he doesn't have anything pre- prepared. Like. Dude, it, it's hockey. You watch the sport. All right, Eagleson, we're doing it. All right, Eagleson, we're your your neighbor. So Eagleson's, um, a, where is she? Eagleson, hop she in here. Me, hop in here. Get in here. 
your big hunk of of maple syrup. And it, speaking he of hunk, who, he who didn't even bring sleeves, and he's wearing a Dolphins hat. It's kind of a ridiculous. Eagleson, who do you have? Okay, all right. Um, my neighbor. She uh, first off, what's her name? Natalie. Shout out Natalie. Um, so she requested a lot more what the puck, but that's fine. I get it. There are some people on this earth that like hockey, and she's from Canada. Oh, you're so off hockey because the Flyers are down in the series. I thought you were. What's the score of this I game don't know. right now? I think they're That's tied one. in the third. Tied one one. All right, so I gotta hop off for that. <laughs> um, but um, and then she said, "And don't cut off his mic." What was her name? Natalie. Natalie. That's that's not what we do. That he gets a minute. Like if the coach calls a line switch, you get All off right. the ice. You don't play through the line switch. Eagles is just playing his game. The fact that Abe even used the hockey reference for that analogy means he might not even get a full minute. I've been big into, I've been, I've been big into, what do they say, tinkling twine? That's been big into that's tinkling just twine. shooting at any net, like lacrosse dangles. Yeah, that's also could be lacrosse, but um, all right. Dude, you want to do what the puck? Bring up, lacrosse. bring up your uh, calculation machine that does the timer. That I'm sure is probably still on that you're gonna overreact about. Oh my god, I left it on for the hundred street week. Yeah, we know, dude. You you never stop your timer. Nah, okay. I'm good. All right. Um, Eagleson, three, two, one. All right. The uh, Avalanche, who were my cup pick, are down three to one in their series against Dallas, which idiot. I don't think anyone really expected. Um, Nathan McKinnon has been the highest scorer in the bubble, and they've still just not been great against Dallas. I mean, their game today, they let in three goals in the first period. They really didn't look great. They battled back, ended up losing 5-4 in that one. Um, the Canucks, who are the last Canadian team, they uh, are down 2-1 against Vegas. They play tonight, so yeah, that could change. They haven't looked amazing. In the opener, they look horrible. And even in the game that they did win, they did look pretty sloppy. Um, Abe's Flyers down 2-1 to one against the Islanders in their series. And, uh, you know, like we just said, they're tied 1-1 one to one into the third. The Lightning, the Lightning are up 3-1 to one against the Bruins, which is just amazing. We love to see a Boston team losing, unlike uh, basketball. Um, and, you know, Boston's looked softly ever since Tuca left. They've just been... All right, that's... The Flyers are actually down 2-1 in the third right, so you're in trouble. The one hockey series I've been following has actually been the Avalanche one. The Stars do the craziest thing. They just score a lot like, of goals, out right? of Which is a really good great game plan. Great game plan, but their only flaw in their game plan is, like, they'll go down, like, 2 nothing, and then, like, oh, we got to score 5 right now. So that's what the puck – I feel like we should find a – Maybe Ben Porter could be our one-minute baseball guy. We just call him in for a minute. Uh, halfway through the season, Orioles. I'll start ranting. I'll start ranting about guys that wear no batting gloves and just like the the weird shit about yeah. baseball. It is a sport. It is a sport. All right, fam. We will be back on Thursday. Let us know what you think about the Would You Rather. Make sure you subscribe and let us know what you think that the NBA playoffs are up in the air. They really are. I don't see any no, series. They're not. You say they're not? You think Lake Show's got it? You're picking the underdog, the 12 seed, the 12 seed March Madness, one Cinderella, seed with, one seed with a chip on the shoulder, one seed with a chip on the shoulder. I've seen, I've seen this movie before. Hi, fam. We will talk to you on Thursday. Peace. Count me. Three, two, one. Three, two, one.